If the husband or the father says it's confirmed for today, what's the halacha? Do we consider it as, as if he said it should be mufa tomorrow and is therefore mufa from tomorrow? Or do we say that he didn't say it should be mufa from tomorrow and therefore it's not mufa from, from tomorrow? And what about if we say that since he didn't say so explicitly, it's not considered mufa from tomorrow? What's halacha if he only says it should be mufa for you tomorrow? Do we say he can't be made for tomorrow because he already confirmed it today? Because the inference of saying it should be mufa tomorrow is that it's, it's mekuyim for you today. Or do we say that since he didn't explicitly confirm the nether, it will be a good afar tomorrow? Now, what about intimate salami? If we're going to say that it will still that it's still considered to be a confirmed nether for today and afar therefore can't be affected for tomorrow, what's Allah if he just says it's confirmed for an hour? Do we say it's as if he said it should be mufa after the hour? Or do we say that he wasn't explicitly, explicitly made for and it therefore is not mufa? What if we say that it's 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 not mufer in that case because he didn't explicitly say so? What would be what would be the halacha if he explicitly says this is confirmed for an hour and then it should be mufer? Do we say that once it's confirmed, it remains confirmed, and how far afterwards can't be can't uh, take place, or do we say that since he has a full day to be mufer, as long as he's still within the time period, he may make the statement and have it be mufer? Mar says this last question can be answered from a Mishnah. Mishnah says if a woman makes a nether of Naziris and upon hearing about this nether, the husband says, and me also, and I, and Vani, meaning he also accepts Naziris upon himself by comparing himself to his wife, who, who just made the nether. So the Mishnah says the husband can no longer be Mefer, meaning he has confirmed the nether by using it as a base for his own nether. Now, why don't we say that the confirmation was only for a short time so that he could use it for a base for his nether? But after that time, maybe he can be Mefer. It must be that a confirmation is considered a permanent confirmation. Mar says it's not a valid proof. It may be that if someone explicitly makes the confirmation effective for a short period of time, like for an hour, maybe it will only be effective for that time. However, the confirmation of and I, by using it as a base, is the equivalent of him making it into a permanent confirmation. And therefore, we cannot answer based on that Mishnah. Zucked the next mission. If a father died during the Arisen, his rights to Afar are not transferred to the husband. If the husband died, his rights to Afar are transferred back to the father. In this way, the rights of the father are stronger than those of the husband. In another way, the rights of the husband are stronger than the rights of the father. How so? In that a husband can even be made for if the girl is a Begaris, whereas the father cannot be made for, for his daughter, who is a Begaris. Why is it that the rights get transferred to the father and not to the husband? The Pasuk says, which teaches that she remains in her father's house even if the father has died. This means that she is not considered to be totally in the to the husband and he therefore cannot be made for her nether on his own. Misha said, Rava said, this is based on the Pasuk of the double verbiage of Eris and teaches to compare a girl before her second Arison to a girl before her first Arison. This teaches that just as the father has exclusive rights to be Mayfair before the first Arison, he also has exclusive rights to be Mayfair before the second Arison. So therefore, if the first Arison ended, it's now called before the second Arison, and therefore it reverts totally back to the father. Maybe this only applies to Nadarim that the husband did not know about before his death, but Nadarim that he did know about, maybe the father cannot be Mayfair on his own. The Mara said, we would know that the father can be made from the Dharam that were not known to the husband based on the Pasuk of Bin Uriah Beis Aviyah. So the Kharat is even talking about the Dharam where the husband did know about it. The Mishnah then said, B'zei Yofa Koyach Ha'av Mikoyach 
Habal v'chulo. What's the case that the Mishnah is saying that the husband can be made for while she's a begeris? If the case is where she entered Erisin as a Naira and has since become a begeris, why would it be that the husband can be made for alone? The death of the father removes her from his Rishus and becoming a begeris also removes her from his Rishus. We should say that just like upon the death of the father, the husband does not get exclusive rights during the Erisin, the same should be upon her becoming a begeris where she leaves the Rishus to the father. Also, it should not give the husband exclusive rights during the Erisin. So rather the case must be where she went into Erisin as a begeris. That's the view of Rabbi Yezer in an explicit Mishnah, fact, So I so why is our Mishnah repeating it? Mar says, either we can say that the Mishnah here is the main place of this subject, and the Mishnah there brings it down only to state that the subject is machlekes between Rabbi Yezer and Nacham, or we can say that the Mishnah over there is the main place for the subject, and our Mishnah over here brings it down only to contrast its first statement that the father's power is stronger than that of the husband. The Mishnah contrasts that by showing that there's also a way in which the power of the husband is stronger than that of the father. But in Echanami, this is not the Ekesugya, so it's not called we're repeating the same halacha twice. I mean, we are, but but it's only brought down derech agav. Either over there is derech agav, or over here is derech agav.